and his friends. But anyway, uh, this is episode 131. It is. Yeah. Mm. And Dan Brilliant. is Dan is imminently going to release a podcast, which is very exciting. Yeah, um, I mean, you're I still mean obviously, up some as- aspect of it, but yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, this is not the long lost uh, episode 122, no. uh, but the slightly less long lost episode 128. Yeah, yeah. 122 is Chris's problem now. That is true. Um, so, I have very little content. Uh, my attempt to generate some content was thwarted by the fact that my uh, work phone told me that all of my email at work was fucked and so I needed to fix that. So that was my last half hour rather than actually coming up with anything worthwhile. So what have you two got to offer? Um, So this isn't news to either of you, I don't think, but a lot of people have been horrified with literally how much of their data um, Google and Facebook own. So, like, Google can very easily literally track everywhere your phone has been over the past 10 years. Oh, it's great. Everyone you've called, every phone number you've ever looked at or called, every photo you've ever taken, um, quite a lot of audio of what you've done. Um, And, yeah, it's just sitting there. And if you really want, you can ask them for a copy of it. And they have, like, six gigabytes of data off you, which, for reference, is about all of our podcasts. The Google stuff is actually, like, there's some stuff you've got no control over, but, like, the location history and stuff you can turn off. Mm. Um, Obviously, it's on by default, but you can turn it off. Although I've actually found it really interesting just to be able to, like, go back and look at all the places that I've been. Like, I can literally go back in the last year, and every day I can see where I was and what I did. Um, So, on the one hand, yes, it's kind of terrifying that Google has that information on me, but on the other hand, it's quite interesting. But you can just turn it off. Should you wish to? The, the um, idea of someone getting hold of every Google search I've ever done—little terrifying. Well, yes, I mean that is a separate issue, um, especially yes. for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But the Facebook one is somewhat scarier because not only have they collected all this data, and you frequently don't get a chance to opt out, but on top of that, it looks like for a good few years they were collecting all of the data about every phone call and text message you sent if you had an Android phone and had the Facebook app installed. And bear in mm-hmm. mind, early versions of Android came with the Facebook app installed and you couldn't uninstall it. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, if your friends install apps and give them access to their data, those apps also get access to a bunch of data on all of their friends. Yeah, that's the scary Unless thing. Unless you, as their friend, explicitly go into your options and unselect all of the stuff that they can have access to, but even that doesn't cover everything, and they can still get access to your basic profile information because you're friends with somebody who has poor choices in the applications that they install and play with. Well, it's worse than that because they create, like, shadow profiles for literally everyone. Well, people, like, so I don't have a Facebook account, mm. but they have a huge amount of data on me just based on people tagging me in photos and you know referencing me in other ways. Have you asked Facebook for a copy of your data? Uh, I haven't because I don't know how I would without having a Facebook account. I'm pretty sure you can just email them. Huh. I'd like it if yeah, you could write to them. That would be really fun, wouldn't it? And then they would they would print it off, all of these reams and reams, no, and post it back. Would. I feel like I might make a data protection request because that seems like the kind of thing they'd really love at the moment. 
Yeah. Well, no, I think that's exactly what you do because it's Yeah, but they, the, the the mechanism they provide at the moment is basically like a kind of a, a pseudo data protection request because they yeah. go here, you can just have all the data we've got on you we're being honest here's all of our stuff. Whereas I can't do that because I don't have a Facebook account, so I can't just log in and download my data. But if mm. I just email them and say, "Do you fancy sending me a copy?" then that's one thing. But if I formally make a data protection request and say I want you to provide me with records of all of the information you hold on me, that's a bit more fun. I just feel, given the current environment, that would wind them up a bit. Mm, yeah. Um, have you seen Mark Zuckerberg has said that he will not be personally attending the select committee that have demanded he attend, but he yes. will personally be asking somebody else to go in his place? Yes, I thought that was very magnanimous of him. Yes. Um, and the US are currently trying to force him to appear in front of one of their select committees with limited success so far. Apparently, he's a very busy man. Uh, I can imagine. Desperately, desperately, yeah, desperately trying to shred everything that he possibly can. Yes. I did love, um, when all this broke, the uh, Information Commissioner's Office, who um, have probably literally never gone on the raid before, suddenly published things saying, yep, yeah, we're totally trying to uh, go in and do an unexpected raid um, on this company. Uh, we'll be about 24 hours. So if they have any confidential data or anything, we're really hoping they don't delete it in the next like 24 hours before we turn up. You see, I like think that they're not as stupid as that would seem at first glance and that they were fully aware of what would likely happen and made sure that they had people like keeping an eye on these things so that when, you know, a truck full of mysteriously shredded paper uh, backs out of the Cambridge Analytica offices, then they can just get them on the obstruction of justice and de- destruction of evidence. Um, mm. But I I feel like that's probably too optimistic. Um, I mean, I can understand the betting on the people at Facebook and Cambridge Analytica being very stupid, given that they apparently all um, signed up to a Google Doc um, with details of all their nefarious nefariousness happening. Well, they also um, confessed to a lot of crimes and then tried to claim they were just testing to see if you were a criminal. Yes. So like we weren't really going to do any of those crimes. We just wanted to see if you wanted us to do those crimes. It's a test that we do to make sure that your behaviour is ethical. It's like, come on. All yes. of the shitty justifications you can come up with for why you said you could totally get a UK- Ukrainian prostitute to try and blackmail somebody. Going, well, we were just seeing if you like buy into the idea and then we totally say oh we can't do business with you because you seem dodgy mm. Chris yeah. I want to I want to get your take on this because you presumably have no clue what we're talking about uh, it's something about the internet Indeed, and Chris. people mm-hmm. people knowing some of the things about me but yeah well I mean as we've already established Facebook knows that you're gay well it, it has suspicions even if you it don't has suspicions doesn't it we, we've we've established Facebook. Facebook knows these things far better than you. It's actually there's 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 quite a lot mm. of um, articles about Facebook um, providing targeted adverts to people um, before they had before they had sort of realised themselves uh, they were gay. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things where. It's scary how accurately they can identify this stuff based on your behaviours and the things that you like and the people you follow. 
And, you know, and also bear in mind, Facebook tracks you all over the web. It's not just Facebook, mm-hmm. like anywhere that there is like a Facebook like button or yeah. integrated Facebook comments or anything like that. They are tracking you if you're logged into Facebook when you visit that website. I, I think the reason that um, I perhaps don't give very good results is that I don't use Facebook very much, but I did. That's not when you do, it's entirely to follow uh, gay people and search for gay porn. No, it was just it was just RuPaul's Drag Race. I just I just liked some <laughs> some pages yes, about RuPaul's Drag Race, that. and that was all the information they had yeah. to go on. So they thought it does tend to skew things a bit, doesn't it? But but I I think there are lots of there are lots of straight people that really like the show as well. I wouldn't. I don't have the. So oh, me and that. But I think the, I think your problem is that because that's all you do, there's no context for them to make any judgments outside of that. Like if you had a fully rounded Facebook life then it would be merely one data point amongst many, and they just go, he just likes RuPaul's Drag Race. But if that's all you do on Facebook, then that's the only data point they've got to Well, they do with. have the data point that I'm married to a lady. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, what does that mean, really, in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, plenty of gay people have been married, are married, like you, for instance. My most, The thing I was most impressed by was Facebook... Um, working out that people were pregnant before they did. Yeah. That was... Yeah, they've they've had a few cases of, um, like, uh, people using the targeted data from places like Facebook, especially, uh, like, stores, shops, uh, businesses, Mm -hmm. Amazon, that kind of thing, and sending targeted advertising to people on exactly the same basis. Like, why don't you get all this pregnancy stuff? It's like, I'm not pregnant. It's like, ah, surprise. Turns out you mm. are, uh, but it's it's it is very scary how narrowly they can profile people, and it's one of the things that obviously Cambridge Analytica were doing was mm. they were they would look at say uh, during Brexit, which they definitely weren't involved in. They definitely didn't take any money from any of the campaigns, even though at the time they said they did. Now they're saying that they definitely didn't say that, and it definitely didn't happen. Um, but one of the things that they did was they would look at, say, Chris's you know, posting history and they'd identify very specific trends. So in his case, you know, I don't know, all the racial slurs that he keeps using <laughs> and would then target him, not necessarily individually, but in a small group of people who used similar language with... Mm. Uh, like targeted adverts that explained how all of those foreign people were coming over here and taking his job specifically, and the reason well, I think what was he couldn't get hired was because the the foreign people were coming here and taking his job and specifically targeted. I would him. really like it if and then if they, anyone would take my job. I mean, that would be fine. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things that people don't really consider as the upsides, uh, but the, they they would target relatively small groups based on their specific Facebook posting history and words that they would use and pages they would like and use them to group them in, in you know, for, for sending very targeted I mean, I think the, I think the issue for that is, um, is that you could identify that one group of people are furious that the EU insists on bendy bananas and another group of people insist that the EU... Uh, sorry, uh, are really angry that the EU 
insist on very straight bananas. And so you can make two versions. One saying, yeah. oh, isn't the EU awful because they bend all of our bananas? And another one saying, isn't the EU awful because they straighten out all of our bananas? Yeah, and that's, that's precisely what they're able to do because they can target people into such small, accurate groups that they no longer have to do the kind of blanket, like, ooh, aren't bendy bananas bad? And then all the people who like bendy bananas just go like, no, I, I quite like bendy bananas. I don't understand why you would have an issue with that. But you're right, if you can split them down the banana middle and, and target them independently, you have a much higher success rate. Uh, and you know, if you can do it with data that you've acquired through dubious means... Then all the better. I mean, political parties have always mm, really. done this in a crude way. So, I mean, yes, the, absolutely, of course, because the whole... I mean, it's not just political parties. Everyone wants to be able to target the people that will buy their product, whether that's an actual product or whether that's whatever particular political message they're selling. But the ability to target essentially down to the individual, specifically the things that will get them on your side, is... A much more recent development and it's only possible because of the amount of data that people freely provide to places like facebook but a lot of the time without even realizing well, i think it's it. fine because um like like well no i don't think it's fine on an individual level for me i think it's fine because so what they they know stuff about me um but that's but the they thing, know but they know they know so much stuff about everyone that it almost becomes unusable but it doesn't that's the problem because it's so easy to like it, it would become unworkable if it was like one dude having to sift through all this information and work out how to target things but that's the whole point of companies like Cambridge Analytica is mm-hmm. they would go in and they would analyze the data and automatically categorize people into particular groups. And then you don't need to do the whole, oh, we've got too much information, we can't see the forest for the trees, because your analysis packages will just go through and go, oh, well, these guys use all these racial slurs, and these guys don't like you know women, and these guys are particularly enthusiastic about passports, um, and these guys really like red hats. And you just... Mm you don't have to do all of that manual sorting that was such a hassle before trying to work out, you know, which doors to knock on and where to post the posters because you can automate it all. And that removes a lot of the effort. It's like with, you know, um, sort of uh, it used to be the case that you never used to have to worry as an individual about your computer getting hacked because no one really cared about your data. No one wanted your bank account with 30 quid in or whatever. No one gave a shit, but now it's mm. so trivial to automate that process that the actual cost of of trying to get access to your bank account actually makes it worthwhile because you don't need a human to actually put any effort in you get it automated and then a little alert pops up going we've accessed this bank account this 30 quid and withdraw it it's it's that problem you once you automate all of this to such a high level it removes a lot of the previously existing barriers that would prevent you from using that volume of data okay no so so my thoughts like as an individual um if i go on facebook i like that it is just guardian articles that i can click on and read that's fine they know that i like guardian articles well great that makes it easier they're they're promoting that they're not they're not trying to get me to read the sun or the mail so well, no, because they know that you won't be interested. That's yeah. kind of the so, point. So on an individual level, well, that's... But that's why people do it, because it's a convenience thing. 
Well, yeah. you're, you're right. It, but it's also, to some extent, it's an echo chamber thing because it means you will never see stuff that disagrees with your viewpoint because the algorithm is designed to feed you stuff that you like. And if you don't like it, they won't show it to you, which means that you don't get visibility of things that yeah, you but, haven't but, previously uh, said you, you liked. You misunderstand because The Guardian is a superior newspaper. They tell me all of the idiot things. Well, that, of course, in your yeah. way, obviously it's an exception, but for many people that's that's not the situation. They don't read The Guardian. They read inferior papers, and as such they're not exposed yeah, to Yeah, I mean The Guardian is a very meta newspaper in that it tells me what other newspapers are saying and why they're wrong um and it it has it has a variety of uh, opinions and a variety of people that write things that they think in it um but all all of them are left-leaning but then that's fine because that's correct okay well, and that's that's yeah. fair enough. Really, but, so, so on, a, on an individual mm-hmm. level, well, that's that's great. Um, and if I look at adverts for stuff, it knows I've looked at adverts, and then it will suggest me other things that I might, other places I might want to buy the same thing. So that's good too. So that's all fine. the The problem is, is that. Other people, it is it's other, other people, people yeah. really, isn't it? It's other people yeah. using using the internet wrong and not understanding things Bastards. as well as I do, and then voting for the wrong stuff. That's that's it, isn't it? It's other people, and then they vote for the wrong stuff, and then bad well, I think things on, on happen. That, on that. And, I mean, that's what, what's the answer to that? Well, I think I think on that revelation. Uh, we should take a short break. Oh, no. Mm. I mean, this is... Uh, really? Okay. Yes. Because last time we didn't take a short break and it turned out that the issues weren't fixed and it took me fucking ages to edit. So I don't want to run into like three hours and then like... It's going to be hard enough to fit this in around the Easter so, weekend. I mean, so, what um, kind of travelling music are, are we going to use? We should use uh, like road trip music between when, when we travel between. We'll discuss that. In well, a no, second. I want to know what I'm gonna. I need to know what we'll I'm humming on the way yeah. over whilst we. I feel you should use um, Star Wars cuts. Um, no, I think I know what we should use. We should use the um, the '60s Batman spinning bat logo. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I'm on board with that. Cool. Yeah. So, Chris. You wish yes. to discuss the uh, crucial issue of hummus? I would like to talk about hummus, yes. Um, okay. I have been eating a lot of hummus recently because mm. uh, I can't eat coleslaw anymore. What? And uh, hummus is like my methadone for coleslaw. I see. Is the coleslaw thing the vegan thing? Yeah. Can't you get vegan mayonnaise? Oh, yeah, you could do, but that'd be a lot of hassle, and it won't that, be as it'll nice. It'll be like vegan it? cheese. It'll be awful. Yeah. Well, I think vegan mayonnaise would be easier, because it is just an emulsion, and I don't know, maybe not. I think the thing is... When is you use that the it word emulsion, more... it makes me think of, like, Dulux. Mm. Well, yeah, because Dulux has the same creamy texture as um, mayonnaise. I think it makes more sense to buy something that is vegan anyway yeah, and is enough. delicious and you can slather it on everything. True. Um, 
rather than rather than try and look for that really obscure shop that sells vegan mayonnaise and you know it would be the wrong colour and it would taste and smell weird and no just hummus yep so I've been eating a lot of hummus and the great thing about hummus is that uh, they now make it in lots of different flavours they do which one's your favourite one um original yeah well I said that because I thought you would find it funny uh yeah no original is quite hard to beat lemon and coriander that's quite good Mm. Um, we have got a piri piri one. That sounds nice. That is good. Yeah. Um, I've got a Moroccan one that I haven't tried yet. I quite like the caramelised onion one. Ah, really? I saw that and I thought, no, that's that's not right. It it's not like as multi-purpose as a lot of hummus is. It's kind of best like spread on bread or so, or crisps or something. But mm. it is very nice if you're going to use it as a dip or a, a spread. Yeah, okay. Whereas like other hummuses, you can have them with other flavourful things. Um, this kind of has to be its own thing. Like like what? You say you can use it as other things. How do you mean? Well, so um, there's one nice recipe I've got which would be of no interest to you, but uh, it's basically um, uh, fried lamb. There's a crispy lamb and hummus. Uh, and it's very nice. Okay. Yeah, so you sort of uh, fry up lamb, mince in spices until it goes sort of slightly crispy. Um, then make hummus, spread it on flatbread, put the lamb on the frat, on the hummus, roll it up, and you've kind of got a weird spicy lamb tortilla thing. Why couldn't you do that with the onion, caramelised onion one? Well, because the, the caramelised onion's quite a powerful flavour, and so it would sort of detract from the lamminess, whereas hummus... in on its own is kind of quite smooth and it's not overwhelming okay well I will continue to eat hummus I may eat onion hummus yay um, but I think it's marvellous it's my new favourite thing fair enough are you allowed like tzatziki and stuff uh, I presume you're tzatziki well. is that not um, made with uh, fish no, it's the yoghurt and mint and cucumber and coriander one. Oh, uh, I'm thinking of taramasalata. Yep, that's just so, great, isn't it? Yeah, that's codro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So tzatziki um, has got yoghurt in. Mm. How do you make yoghurt, Daniel? Maybe not um, how you make it, personally. <laughs> that's going to say it's a dangerous road a, to go down. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's any more disgusting than the, the usual cow-based process. But no, fair enough. It just seems a very sort of... Food that like it should be vegan. I'm well aware that it's not, but um, it surprises me. I take the same view on bacon. Uh, but bacon is delicious, um, whereas tzatziki is really nice. And obviously, delicious food tends not to be vegan. That is true. Yeah. So you're you're basing your logic of why tzatziki should be vegan was that it wasn't delicious, but it was nice. No, no, no. Um, my logic is that it's kind of fresh and springy and natural and all okay. those other things that vegans like. But generally, I have a rubric for if I'm not sure if something is vegan or not. If it's, like, um, amazingly delicious, it's almost certainly not vegan. Like bacon, right. chocolate, um, bacon. Well, chocolate, I mean, chocolate is vegan. 
It's got milk. Unless, well, that's milk chocolate. Yeah, but even dark chocolate's got milk in. Or... No, not not all dark chocolate. Mm, maybe some like. Hmm. Okay, so most chocolate is is not vegan, um, and uh, like steak isn't vegan because steak is delicious. And... Actually, no, um, chips are vegan. I think. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, mm. chips. Yeah. As long as yeah. You, as long as you don't like cook them in in as long as you get the vegetable oil. Yeah. Not mm. all chips. Hashtag not all chips. Hashtag yeah. not all chips. Um, okay, so I've kind of proved myself wrong already. So, as a brief aside from Dan's foray into categorising vegan food, <laughs> yes, I need uh, which, to return to it because I am quite. No, I, I we mean, would we have can. to return to that, Dan. Because... I just, okay. just wanted to say I've just done some quick analysis, and uh, the tracks ended up about a second out, but weirdly doesn't look like they're actually out. Like just playing them back, they seem in sync right at the end, but some track, one of the tracks is like a second shorter than the other. So sometimes they they finish. At yeah, different I think that points. might be the case here because they they seem more or less in sync. Uh, so I have to do some further tests when I'm not trying to listen to two audio things simultaneously, which is okay. quite confusing. But and um, Graham's was the worst out of sync before. Uh, well, he? to be fair, it was you and Graham were the worst. Um, it's just that. Obviously, that meant that when one of you was editing, the other seemed way worse than. But I was I always found that me and Dan typically were in sync, and then you and Graham were varied between okay and like a couple of years behind the rest of us. What I found very strange was that when you're doing it, it wasn't that one person was consistently off by a particular distance. No, it's, it's bits it's, here It's like there, it wasn't but... laying down it wasn't laying down a recording whilst people weren't talking. Yeah, it's you lose you lose tiny segments of the audio and as a consequence it's not just a case if you have to shift the recording by X seconds, it's you have to constantly just insert little silences just to expand the track out and level it all up and that's why it's such a hassle. Um, mm. But it certainly seemed a lot more promising the last time where we did like a half hour recording and it was mm. like five seconds out of sync. Um, but we'll have to see. I've got to hack all this mess together somehow at the end. So, yeah. um, sorry, yeah. please. So please we'll, we'll, we'll revert to uh, Dan's explanation of everything that isn't isn't vegan. I mean, I'm, um, I'm, I'm quite intrigued by... I'm just going to eat a naked bar while you're talking. Do I think it's vegan? Yeah, it is vegan. Yeah, I'm quite intrigued, Dan, by what... Why Why do you wonder these things? Why Why is it part of your... Incidentally, nice, but not delicious. Yeah. Yeah, see? I mean, it um, says it is delicious, but that is their marketing, and therefore marketing I feel path, like I, I disagree with that. They're very nice, but delicious, I think, will be taking it too far. Those kind of um, yeah, those kind of things. Like, uh, there's another thing they they call them raw paleo bars. It's just nuts and dates mushed up together. The, yeah. the phrase That's... paleo makes me very angry in the context of food. Mm. Yeah. Um, in what context would you not be angry? Uh, paleontology. E- okay. What about paleo footwear? If I were to produce footwear like paleo people had, is well, it paleo footwear? No footwear. Yeah. Well, no. You you could be very primitive 
shoe, like a bit of a bit of um, leather wrapped to your foot. I feel like the 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 prefix paleo, or indeed just the word paleo on its own, is generally a very good indicator of hipster wankery, and therefore I am disinterested in it. Mm. Um, I don't think it's a very hipstery thing. I think it is, but it's also—I mean—it crosses over because some element of it is the hipstery thing, but also then there's the the manly men who want to be menly and manly and not womenly and manly like old style men were, and definitely not like have feelings or do anything like eating salad because we don't do that. We never used to do that. We used to survive just fine with. Uh, shitting in bushes and no dental care and living in caves. I mean, and that's how I we should go say, back to. I have, in the semi-recent past, shit, shit in, in the bush. bush, not been to the dentist, and not eaten any salads. Um, but yeah, I do but you have live feelings. in wanky hipster London, so that's true. That is true. So, I, I think it's quite a convenient term if you're looking for something that is. Good for categorising idiots. No, if you're looking for something that's very conveniently packaged, um, but is generally minimally processed, I think that's quite. It's quite a helpful mm. term. I don't think it is. For that. I think it's a useless marketing term that people have come up with to describe basically bollocks. Well. I think it. I have literally never heard anybody use the term outside of them going on about how amazing it is to be on this paleo diet where it's like I'm a caveman, only like better. I, I always should say at this point, my dad used to do the paleo diet and really, really liked it and found it really good. Um, and he's not generally a fool, but um, yeah, it is annoying. I always don't move in the right wanky circles. Clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> Sorry, I. I should not have used the term wanky circles. So uh, I, I think we're going to let that one go at this point. We'll get back to the actual things that are mm. basically nuts and dates mashed up together and about the size of a chocolate bar. And if you think, well, I don't really want to eat a chocolate bar, but I'd like something that is tasty but not delicious then I think that's fine, I think they're quite good um, I don't think they're tasty they're, they're just a bit shit I think you should submit your slogan to the vegan marketing board, Dan um, I mean, I don't think I should. I, you... I think you should I think it would be amazing to see like a series of posters on the tube, it's just like veganism, tasty but not delicious mm. I, I mean there is there are other ways of Finding out if something is vegan or not. I don't know. Uh, I don't think there are. G- generally, uh, you can look at what the ingredients are. That sounds like a lot of work. Um, yeah, I can't really be asked for that. If How you're eating something and it's um, if you're eating something and it's got a lot of texture to it, it is quite unlikely to be vegan. That's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> you're not selling it here, Chris. <laughs> if you're having you're... to. If so you're if having to really chew something, if it's if it's delicious or textured or enjoyable in some way, I think you I think it can be enjoyable and delicious and uh, quite a nice experience. 
but generally it won't be really, <laughs> really chewy. Hmm. I mean, that rules things out. I mean, rather than rules things in. Does it, though? Like, what does it rule out? Um, well, well, generally meat is quite chewy, isn't it? Uh, not if you cook it properly. No. Uh, I, I, compared to compared to chickpeas. Uh, I would say, like, nuts are way chewier than... Like, no, they're brittle. They're, they're brittler. Oh, I, I had a pack of almonds today. They were quite chewy. No, well, oh dear, they, no, no, they, they, they're brittle. They, 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 they might put up some resistance, but then they shatter. Whereas, <laughs> whereas meat, I'm not um, sure I would describe will... nuts as shattering in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. You, you grind them up. You grind them up to nothing. Whereas, whereas meat will um, keep resisting. Initially, it seems softer. But it's uh, it's resistant. It will will uh, be. You have to chew it more. What about like carrot, raw carrots? That's that's carrot again is a lot like a nut in that it initially is harder. I mean, <laughs> but but I, I think many with proper chewing, carrots. with proper chewing, it will it it will um, explode. <laughs> what about something like spinach? Like cooked spinach? That's chewy. Mm, no. No, it's not. Not not in the way I'm trying to explain chewy. You're not okay. explaining it very well. Well, okay. What about the thing I'm cheese? meaning is like um, that, that's you know don't distract me. The, the thing the thing I'm talking about is if you're eating some meat, yeah, yeah. So you've got some nice steak mm-hmm. and yeah. you cut a bit off and you put it in your mouth. You then have to. You then have to macerate it, don't you, before you can swallow. Yes. I yeah. Mean, and and that process is reasonably unique to um, to meat. I mean, are you just suggesting here that you just swallow nuts whole? No, you don't need to because because submitted to a minimal amount of of pressure between the teeth, they will shatter. I'm worried Whereas you just had really shatter. bad steak. Yeah, this is I, mean, I cannot thought, argue yeah. with the statement that meat does not shatter. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the rule. I mean, that's that's that is one of the fundamental tenets of meat is that it does not shatter. Yeah, but so. <laughs> Although I would argue that crispy bacon. Yeah, that shatters. That does shatter. Perhaps yeah, but but this this theory doesn't rule things. In it rules things out. It is a lot more complicated than my very nice, slightly nice theory. Yeah, I mean, I think you're being quite generous there. I mean, you've obviously never tried vegan cheese, <laughs> which doesn't fit into either category. No, true. Um, I do fair, there are a lot of foods on both sides of the vegan spectrum that are just awful. Yeah, that's not a un- that's not unique to veganism. There are plenty of of like carnivorous foods that are god awful. Yeah, but no one ever calls anything like carnivorous meat. That would just be weird. Well, no, because it's it's kind of redundant. Well, it's yeah. the power of language, isn't it? If you watch Carnage by Simon Amstel, there's it's the it's the use of language, and you could flip it around. Well, I think it's mostly the meat, but you could mm. you could flip it around, and and you could say that um, uh, if the majority of people were vegans and the minority ate meat then you would have to have a term for eating meat well 
I mean, it would just be meat. Yeah. Like, you'd eat meat. Do you eat meat? Yes, I'm a meat eater. Meat eater, yeah. In, yeah. in I mean, the film, they use the term carnists. Yeah, so. which is which is really dumb. Like, it's one of those kind of uh, terms that's clearly been de- like intended to be kind of not pejorative in and of itself, but it's designed to invoke a certain association. Mm. It's it's designed to make the person sound kind of like aggressive, like it's it's that kind of thing. It's one of those terms that somebody would never describe themselves as on the other hand carnist does sound vaguely sexual somehow I mean I think (laughs) that's just because it's a bit like carnal exactly but you need to be very careful with your differentiation there because it can make meal times very awkward in Italian uh, meat and dog are quite close together what's dog in Italian? they just have very low standards for their their consumption it's fine Um, it's a bit like Korea (laughs) <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know quite oh yeah Dan's Dan's system of uh, food identification <laughs> yes yeah we've kind of we kind of wandered off, off track here we've spent 20 minutes discussing Dan's terrible way of identifying vegan food it's not that terrible right and we established that it is but then we didn't come up with a better way to be fair do, so. do you know what I do Dan is I I check the ingredients list <laughs> Why would you do that? That sounds foolish. Well, it's, it's a good way of checking what's in a thing. Yeah, but then you've got to know what is and isn't vegan. And I mean, yeah. at that point, <laughs> why even bother anymore? It is very complicated. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's why I couldn't be, like, Jewish or Muslim. Because you'd have to look at the food and go, can I eat this? I just I just can. Yeah. No, I'm completely on board with Adam's, Adam's way of thinking here. Yeah. I think that's I think that's fair. I think mm. that's fine. Oops. I'm I mean, is there any um, is there any foods that you really dislike? Any flavour you really dislike? Uh, there are a few things that I so I really really hate sweet corn. Like it's one okay. of the things that I hate sweet corn. And I hate eggs. Okay. Hate eggs. Yeah. Like yeah. I really do not. Eggs just they turn my stomach. I cannot. It's the smell, and I don't really like the texture either. Um, Pretty much anything else I will eat. Well, I'm not like a big fan of several things, but sweet corn and eggs. Can't do so, it. so if you were going to eat somewhere, you might you might check the description of food to find out if it had was topped with lots of eggs. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know eggs. Mm. So that's just it's what eggs. Like I wouldn't order eggs. No, but it might come with eggs. It's... Surprisingly, it might do, and obviously, <coughs> if you're in a restaurant, like reading the description of the food you're ordering makes sense. Like that's fine, mm. but I, I I know what eggs. Are like. I don't have to memorize like is, is is eggs vegan? It seems like it should be. No, it can't be vegan because it comes from like it's a bit like that thing that comes from that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm I'm just doing some wriggling. I beg your pardon. I'm doing some wriggling. I finished I, now. Okay. Well, thank you for making my editing life a nightmare. <laughs> I was just getting comfy. Could you not have done that at the start of the podcast? Well, I was comfy, but then I had to move. So oh, so now I've moved, and now it's all fine again. Oh, okay. So, um, um, uh, well, I, th- I, think, I think your idea is good, Dan. I'm not sure it will work in practice. Well, that's fine. I don't really care, so... Um... No, and it's not important for you 
to know. No. I thought so it might be helpful do, to you. I mean, I think I would, I would suggest very strongly that you don't do any work with um, groups of people that suffer severe food allergies um, because your method of, of trying it um, to see what happens, what it's like, and then deciding might, might be high risk. I mean, yes, but then again, my, my whole approach to life is predicated on the principle that if you want to see if someone can swim, push them in a river. Yeah. And that's how you lost your job as a swimming instructor, isn't it? Well, yes, but um, but really that was their own fault for not knowing how to swim. I uh, taught my dog to swim. And the way I did it was not by pushing him in the river, which would have been uh, a a punishment but by throwing in dog treats into the river just in front of him that he then went further and further out hmm. until he was swimming so there you are that's that's maybe what you should do did you know that all mammals um, are born knowing how to swim i did not know that i i am I question how true it can be. Well, it is because um, they all grow up in uh, amniotic sacs, so uh, they're used to being in water. Okay. Yeah, but they're not necessarily uh, very good, but they can all swim. Well, also, they're used to not having to breathe whilst they're in that water. Hmm. I mean, and... like, to be fair, Dan never said anything about the duration of the swimming. <laughs> that they could do. Yeah. But no, they can all instinctively orientate themselves, get vaguely buoyant, and then splash around a bit. Okay. Well, that's good. Hmm. Excellent. Yes. Right. Does anybody have any other matters that they would like to discuss? Yeah, I'd like to tell you about my lovely couple of days so far. I'm on holiday at the moment. That and... might depress me. Okay. Well, I'm not... Um, I'm staying at home and I'm doing decorating. So that maybe depresses you a bit less. True. Yeah. Thank you. But it is so much nicer than being at work. Yep. I can also agree with that. Yeah. So I've just been painting things, uh, which has been very nice. But um, I don't know why. why sorry. I don't know what I was going to tell you. I went Excellent. to look at chairs today. I went to look at chairs today. Chris, Chris and, this is, um... I mean, I, I like interior <laughs> I'm just decorating and that. This. Um, it's like... this has literally been your least interesting random last second diversion. So <laughs> I, I, yeah. I hate to pass judgment. No, I love passing judgment in this way. But, um... Yeah, I mean, even, no, the by, reason your, even by your standards the... of there's just one more thing, this is, this is poor. Yeah. Uh, I just thought I'd, I've just wanted to give you a nice chat. All the lovely things I've Chris, been doing. Chris, you're delaying um, episode one to eight coming out, so um, <laughs> I hope you know that and feel bad about it. Right. I no, there is something I remember now. I think I'm maybe um, getting dementia. It's very rambling to this week, isn't it? Um, mm. I went to look at new sofas like an old person, right? And we looked at sofas, and the ones we like the most uh, have electric recliners in them. And I'm a bit sad because I think that's an old person's chair, isn't it? 
I mean, I think maybe you we should just not. You should just say one three one. It, they didn't go anywhere. It was awful. Um, we tried out these. Uh, we just haven't done one. We haven't done one this week. Well, I don't know. I think we've crammed uh, at least five minutes of good content into this. I, 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 I don't I can, think I reckon any... I can cobble together some kind of Franken podcast. Let's face it, one two eight wasn't exactly a, a winner. I don't think there's any any good. Oh no, Dan, Dan, no! I've got big news. Big, okay. big news. Yeah. Um, Dragon Soup yes. is vegan. Okay. There you are. So, again, fitting neatly into the okay-ish, but most certainly not amazing. Right. See? Everything you do proves right. me right, Chris. I don't think Dragon Soup exists on that spectrum. Well, I've decided it does. I think it. I mean, it just it just exists in its own little bubble. Well, no, because it's it's stocked on the same shelves as everything else with the rest of the drinks and stuff. So um, clearly, it, it exists in the same bubble as like Coke and Pepsi and lemonade and that. Okay, so I mean, on that shelf, what is the amazing thing? Um, probably the chocolate milk. Oh, okay. Good answer. Mm. Good answer to prove yourself right. I've never really been a fan of chocolate milk. Sorry? Never really been a fan of chocolate milk. Uh, I definitely am. I think if you make it at home, then yes. I think if you buy it in a pre-made thing, it's horrible. Mm, Some places do good chocolate milk. Hmm. But yes, often not the places that sell uh, dragon soup. Yeah. Well, I, 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 this is, it's, oh no. What? It's just, it's just not really, it's just not really got going, has it? Well, we, we had literally no content and we've spun an hour out of it. I'm sure Adam can do uh, miracles in post. I can, I just have no idea when I'm going to fit it in because fine. I'm working until Friday, uh, well, they're working till Thursday. Thursday night, I'm driving down to my mum's, I'm there all weekend, and then I'm back on Monday morning. So, I will try. I'll take my laptop with me and try and get it together. I mean, I... It's not a lot of point, really, is there? Yeah, it'll be fine. That's not the attitude. No. I mean... I've got to edit this nonsense, so... I'll turn it into, like, half hour of gold. Okay. That's fine, then. Cool. Right, well, that's it. Oh, Say wait, wait. We could, um, we could talk about Graham and his problem. I will accept a mechanical one, but the electric ones just don't really do it for me. I um, tried a manual one, and... Um, I let out a little yelp of terror when it actually <laughs> sprung up because uh, <laughs> you. I quite like the ones that have got a, a long, big handle that you you kind of pull a lever, right? But this one is like you had to get in and press a button and it released it 